to the UCAST. I'm Emily Higgins. And I'm Tracy Fields, and we're recording today in the Commons area at Crosspoint Fellowship. So I it's, like it's it, a very, it's it a maybe very, a little echoey. It may be a little echoey. I feel like I sound echoey right now. So yeah, so there you go. There you go. Bear with us. It's but, just like uh, being live. It's also a very official name for this area. The Commons? Yes. That's what I call it. I like it. I mean, it's in the children's area, but yeah. But it's in the Children's Z office area. A very common place. All of it. A common, common place. place. There's chairs. Yep. Coffee. There's water bottle fillers. I, did you know we're getting a water bottle filler in the worship center? I heard that. I'm so pumped. It's about time. So excited. Stepping up to 2022. I know because sometimes on Sunday mornings, if I'm not in this building, I forget and then I'm like, water Great. Bottle. Can't fill up my water bottle. Exactly. It'll make you can't the coffee it. making easier. You can't lean it enough to like get the water into your right. bottle. Yes. Especially anyway. when you have a giant water bottle like I Yeah, do. first world problems, but. 100%. I'm thankful for it. Would you like to talk about coffee now that we've said Oh, it? gosh. I knew you were waiting to do this. I wasn't. But as soon as I said it'll make making coffee easier. <laughs> Listen, I just knew that. This is confession hour, No actually. young adult was actually going to want to do coffee on Easter Sunday, and I was already oh, going to be here early. so we're making this about how good you are. So I signed up. I said, I'll do the coffee on Sunday morning. Uh-huh. I go over and I do the coffee. Uh-huh. You sure did. About <laughs> 4 o'clock on Easter Sunday. That's when you remembered? Yes. And you didn't come back up here? No, I I thought that someone would have turned it off, like security or a deacon or someone whoever's locking up and kind of picking up. I mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what would have happened. The bright orange lights on the machine would have been a clue to someone. I signed up to make coffee. Mm-hmm. I was not thinking about emptying it and uh, turning everything off when we left. So I'm as just all young adults are shaking their heads saying, Tracy, that's part of it. I'm just thankful this morning that the church did not burn down on my watch. So, okay. So let me fill people in on what happened. <laughs> The coffee got left on. Yeah. Four burners. Warmers. With glass carafes. Yeah. Glass carafes. And I got here on Tuesday morning about 10 o'clock to clean. And I walk in and those orange lights are just shining bright. Okay. So. So. Uh Tell me. Did we have to get rid of the carafes or or can we just clean them? Not yet. But it's still an (laughs) option. (laughs) Have you, have you soaked them? Yes. Soaked and then scrubbed. And I think it needs a little bit more, but I think they're going to be okay. <sighs> Praise but, the Lord. But let me tell you what burning coffee for two <laughs> days so does. Gross. It turns into tar. Yeah, it does. And it explodes up the wall. Yeah. Oh, did it get on the wall? Is that what the picture you sent me? Oh, the picture didn't have it all up the wall. It was all the wall and on the sound. Oh, thing. no. And Oh, yeah. All the cups had to go because it sprays. It literally is like a volcano. Thanks for outing me on our podcast. And it was stuck. To, oh, it probably took an hour. It was so nasty. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm telling Todd about I'm this. I'm so sorry. Our resident firefighter. Yeah. And he was like, I am. We were on a walk yesterday. So yeah. I'm filling him in on the day. And he was like, I am shocked that building is still standing. 
I know it was, was the like, Lord. Oh my gosh! Word. I know. I so my request for it. whenever we get the worship center repainted, yep, is that we do it with the slickest paint we can yeah, find. It needs to be the slickest paint, so we can just wipe tar right off the wall. So maybe we should just send a message out that encourages mm. everyone to check the coffee makers. Or to like read the instructions you next stop. to the coffee that say, turn it off. I don't read instructions when I'm making coffee. You don't say? No. You do not say. So here's the deal. I was rushing out of the building uh -huh. to get to my house uh -huh. where there were going to be people arriving. Another reason. <laughs> for Easter. <laughs> Another. Tracy is listen, awesome. Well, <laughs> listen. I, it just happened, okay? okay? And I feel awful about it. It's okay. And I'm thankful that the church so, building is still standing. Uh, me so. too, man. That would have been a riot. Yeah. Who's doing, who's, wow. uh, that would be awful. Don't talk about it. Who uh, Who's doing coffee this week? I don't know. Um, I do not know because Lane has taken over the uh, coffee, the coffee, which has been great. Yeah, that's awesome. And he reminds people when they're he doing it. He reminded me. I know. He reminds people the week of people like me, he reminds two or three times right. because I'll forget by Sunday. And I don't know why, but. It's just, I, you know, last things. time I had the same, I did the same thing last time. I think I left it on last time. Okay. But I remember you are no longer allowed to making it. Then. I just have to have a partner making it. No, that you have a partner that will turn it, turn off. it off. Maybe, maybe it's this could be an important Slack request. message that we send out today. That I'm says, not on Slack. please, I'm on Slack. Maybe I'll send it it's out. You're important. It's, no, that's not it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, I love but it. But Easter okay. was great. Could Easter. we could we turn the table a little bit? Sure. And Easter was fabulous. Uh, packed house, man. It was. So I can good. talk about. I I can affirm you in a way here. Now well, that I have thrown you under the bus. Yes. Hit reverse a couple times. Uh huh. Um. So Driven all back the wheels hit you. Uh huh. Uh, about the coffee. I did. Easter was we, exciting for you. Yeah. Easter was an exciting day for us. Um. We ended up in the ER with Todd yep. because he had some breathing issues, pain, deferred pain, all this stuff. Is any of that related to him being a firefighter? Can I ask that question? I did wonder that. Not, I mean, not that I know of. Okay. I mean, really, if he got cancer, that could be related to him being I mean, it all could. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So not a direct correlation that I know mm -hmm. of. So, but he is going to the doctor this morning with so like, a follow-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I was like, don't go dying on me. Exactly. You know, make an appointment. So he's doing a follow up. Anyway, um, so I called you. That's right. You did I call me. I called you I, about, because I was waiting. Yes. I was waiting till the last minute because I was hoping, hoping, hoping that we were not going to have to miss. Yeah. Because let me tell you, my last ER experience yeah. was in December uh -huh. when my head got busted open. That's right. We were in and out uh -huh. in an hour. Oh, wow. So it turns out when you have something that's easily, uh -huh. we see the problem, we know how to fix the problem. Right. Your heart's a little bit different, though. If it's your heart and your lungs. Lungs, I mean, like diaphragm. I mean, they were running like CT uh -huh. scans and x-rays uh -huh. and blood work every two hours. Mm -hmm. So with, newsflash, we didn't get no, out. You were time. there all day. We were there. Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah, so you I called me you. and I was thinking, oh, she wants me to bring some coffee. Because right. the children's choirs were singing that morning. So I thought, I dropped Amos off. Oh, yes. I didn't have grow group on Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, if Emily needs something, I'll take something up there. Which is also so kind. You offered to come sit 
Very, very kind. It's going to do it, girl. Well, I called you because I was in charge of announcements. Yeah. You know, I hate doing announcements. I know. I'll do them. I know. And I know that you did it because you love me. I'll do them. And I really threw you out there at the last minute. You know, and then Sunday was, we were actually, our Easter, uh, We, we when we do a call to worship, we usually uh-huh. read scripture together. Sunday, yes. we were actually going to be reciting the Nicene Creed. Uh-huh. And so... That was a new thing. Mm-hmm. And we had a young man who has a fabulous voice that was going to be like doing Leading that. that yes. Well, so that was just like comedy of errors on Sunday morning right. because we get in there. And of course, you were going to be explaining the Nicene Creek. It was, a, <laughs> right. it was um, I don't even know who comes up with the readings, but you, when we, in doing that, it may be you actually. Uh, but in, in doing that, you were going to explain a couple of things. Yes. I was going to explain because it's not, um, the Nicene Creed is not something we typically, we don't do that every week. Um, but it is a statement of beliefs that we stand by. Sure. And, but because of the wording, Uh we want to eliminate all confusion. Uh And so the intent was to explain Uh that it does say we are the, it says the Holy Catholic, the Holy Catholic church. Holy Catholic and Apostolic, Apostolic Church. Church yeah. Okay, so we wanted to make sure that people knew when they're saying Holy Catholic, we are not talking Roman yeah. Catholic. We are talking pre-Roman Catholic Church, Universal, Universal Church, Big C Church, Body of Christ, believing everywhere. in. Je- Look, when it says Holy Catholic Church in the Nicene Creed, read everything that's above that. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. everything that's below. Yeah, right. every, like, like we believe this. Mm-hmm. We are the Holy Catholic Church, mm-hmm. that Universal Church, um, and so. But it's like we wanted to take the time to explain that yeah. Um, for many reasons. One being, we've talked about before, we serve a God of order mm-hmm. and not confusion. So we never want there to be confusion or people to be saying something out loud that they're like, what in the world? You know, we mm-hmm. want them to know what they're saying. Yeah. So, right? so this will bring up another subject here in just a minute. Yeah. I want to touch on if we can. Yeah. But but so I, I introduced that. I did the, yes. the announcements and then introduced the Nicene Creed. In by a, very cute outfit, by the way. Oh, thanks. I watched you from the hospital room. Thanks. Yes. You know. Easter Sunday. Just an old on. little. Oh, we just pulled that out of the closet. little linen dress. I just pulled it out of the closet. Shut up. Anyway, so it was funny, though, because I was thinking, oh, gosh, I have to be up here now? Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be up here. I would have bought a new dress for that. <laughs> yeah, I'd have done something different, I'm sure. But anyway, so I go, so. I, basically, I asked you, I said, well, did you have something scripted that you were going to say? Because I had not prepared to do that. And I came from a tradition prior to being at Crosspoint where we said that weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually, in our order of worship, explained the same thing that you thought was important to explain. Yeah. We always had a little asterisk that mm-hmm. said, you know, mm-hmm. Catholic mm-hmm. means universal church, yeah. the body of Christ. Yeah. Well, so when I, I went up there, I did say the same thing. I said, you know, in this creed, the word Catholic is used. That means universal church, body of Christ, not Roman Catholic. Right. And then said, um, it's also a statement of beliefs that the church has recited together since the fourth century. That's right. And I think it was like 394 uh-huh. or something along that line. I can't yeah, remember. I think you're right. Yeah. But then, but then I read a little statement about it. That basically, when you look at the creed, the way it sums it up is it talks about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. all together. And, and um, well, then when I was saying a comedy of errors, so the mm-hmm. young man that was supposed to read his, you know, his, he had a, uh, because, because of it being Easter, he had a prayer that was, that was already ordered and written. And he was, he was going to be leading the church 
in the creed and then um, do the prayer. Well, mm -hmm. he was running a little bit late. Mm -hmm. And so Lane tells me, okay, we're going to have to move on because we've got to get started yeah. because we had so much happening that day and so yes. many people there. And so he said, Greg's going to do it. And so then I had to go up and say all of this stuff and then say, and Greg Fields is going to come and lead us in yes. this. And so Greg jumped in like a champ and, yeah. and, and did Which that. I do have to say, I know that you're saying that like, it's no big deal. Like you guys just filled in mm -hmm. because that's what you do. But that actually is a very big deal because there's a lot of people, if we were like mm -hmm. at 10, 28 said, Hey, can you please go up there and read mm -hmm. this? They'd be like, what? And like yeah. want to vomit, you know? So well, well, one, for we the, appreciate you. Well, thank you in. for the record. Let me say this Yes, please do. is that Greg Fields does have a laminated copy of the Nicene Creed in his Lane Bible, knew who to ask, which totally made me laugh. Yes. You know, he pulled it out. He goes, this one. Yeah. And Lane was like, no, oh, this Nicene, this, this Nicene Creed. But anyway, um, you know, we've never done that here before. Mm -hmm. And this, it is a, you know, one of the ways, and we've talked about this before, when we talk about different churches, we talk about them like families, like mm -hmm. different families have different traditions. Mm -hmm. You're still a family, you That's know? Right. And so like, just because you have, you have one church that may say that weekly and that's part of their family culture mm -hmm. and tradition and personality and you have another church that may not mm -hmm. they're both still equally valid and and they're both families right yeah. and so we're all worshiping the it's same god it's not getting us anywhere other no. than like no. our own well, like well speaking it truth does and under, what we believe we're speaking truth yes. we're speaking what we believe it's undergirding and and kind of yeah. giving us a scaffolding yeah. you know i'd shared this maybe i mean we're not earning anything no, we're Out not. No, right. yes. it's, but it's the same thing with churches who say the Lord's prayer weekly Yeah. or, you know, or as we Love shared that. in the Let's last, in the last podcast about like applying for missions and the question being asked, what do you believe? Yeah. And them writing that, yeah. you know, that it is an ordered statement of belief. Right. So that that's all it is. I, don't, yeah. I feel like in more modern evangelical cult, you know, families, sometimes we're very fearful of things that we're not used to mm -hmm. or that don't. Um, this is going to sound like I'm cheapening it and I'm not at all. But things that are more traditional and and kind of rooted in. Um, things that we would consider maybe Roman Catholic, a mm -hmm. lot of interactive, mm -hmm. you know, like, like in churches that are more liturgical, they may have more interaction and yep. less just setting and, and observing. Right. It doesn't place a value on one over the other. It is just that it, there are pra these practices actually help form us and mm -hmm. remind us of who we are and what we're doing. Yeah. And so that would be one thing, but I did want to comment on something that you just said. Okay. You, you said uh, you know, like things people say, you know, and I, I wanted to bring this up too, because, um, and I feel like at some point, I know that, that one of the elders has asked about it to, to make a statement about it as mm -hmm. well, because we do, because our church finds it's, it, we, we have a lot of people here who subscribe to a more reformation, reform theology. And so yeah. we tend to kind of find our roots as a congregation, um, less in revivalism and more in reformation. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say that that has been the people who have been here before, even you and I, that yeah. that was really the blood that kind of flowed through their veins. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the, this church, you know, our, our pastor that was here prior um, did switch theology like along the way mm -hmm. as he was preaching through John. And oh, when okay. he got to John, you could even still hear the sermon where he goes, Oh, 
Mm. Wow, this is what I'm seeing. Mm. I mean, we, I remember. That was before us. It was. I remember. have been here a long time. <laughs> even way back when we were in Waco, someone told us about him preaching that sermon. Oh, some wow. friends of ours. And we went back and listened to it then. Mm. And we were like, wow, this is a transformation happening. Mm. Well, because we have people in our congregation who, you know, we have people who have been Reformed Baptists. We have people who have come from PCA churches. We have mm-hmm. people who have come from Anglican churches. Um, it has been, it's been really interesting because one of the things that has happened really over this last year, as after someone has read scripture, they'll say a lot of them, not everyone, but some of the pastors will say, this is the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, even people who haven't, who have been Baptist their whole life will Mm -hmm. say, this is God's word, or this is the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But because of the tradition of the congregation, the the mix of the congregation, there have been people who will speak out and say, thanks be to God. Mm -hmm. Because historically in more liturgical churches, when someone says, this is the word of the Lord, Mm -hmm. the correct response from the congregation is thanks "Thanks be be to God. God. Yeah. And it's, and you're thankful because you have God's word. Yeah. I was going to say you've been given the word. Yeah. 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 And it's so, funny that people have asked you about it because I've had a couple of people ask me about it, uh-huh. you know, because it's like, if you're on the other side of the room and right. you're like, wait, did somebody say something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you can't, you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it, you know, it's been real interesting. It's been funny to where a couple of youth have said, uh, it sounds like we're in a cult, you know, <laughs> because you know, it's like, da, 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 yeah, 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 da, yeah. Da, da, or whatever yeah. this droning, yeah. this, you know, but that's actually not what it is. It's actually mm-hmm. when someone gives when someone makes a statement that has been used in the church historically, mm-hmm. uh, especially a liturgical mm-hmm. church, there is a, there is a response mm-hmm. to that, you know, mm-hmm. like he is risen. He, he is, is risen, risen indeed. indeed. Yeah. It's the same thing. And it's changing your heart. It does. You know, like it's refocus of like, that is God's word that we have been given. Yes. That is a gift. Yeah. You know, and so we can be thankful. Yes. And to be outwardly thankful is just an expression of that. It is. I think the standing yeah. for the reading of God's word is the same thing. It is. It's the same. Yeah. It's a response of, you know, awe and wonder, right. really, of right. holy moly, we have this. It's real interesting because in revivalistic communities, you know, like I have a youth minister. Uh, he was my youth minister in, I think, seventh grade mm. who went on to be a pastor. He's a fabulous pastor and, and communicator. And he does this thing with his congregation in a, in a I, I think it is a Baptist church. It may, it may be a little more... It, it falls under the name fellowship, much like, I, you know, the same okay. as ours. Yeah. So I'm not real sure what it is, but what vein, but I think they're Baptist. And, and one of the things that he does is he, I, even when I watch online, he still every Sunday has his church hold up their Bibles mm. and they say that thing together. This is my Bible. It, it, I believe it says something like it is who I, it, it, I am who it says I am. Oh. I believe what it says. Da da da, and it's yeah. this whole thing they say together. Wow. Well, that that's a confession. Mm-hmm. It may it may seem more novel, or it may be it may mm-hmm. be new. It may not. It's still a confession. I mean, yeah. we all have things that that we say together yeah. that we do. Yeah. So although it may feel weird, it's it's not weird. I right. mean, it's probably more weird that we don't do it, in my opinion. But right. but but you don't have to. No one has to say that. I don't say no. it every week. I mean, it's yeah. it's. I am more comfortable saying it. Yeah. I think because of the church we came from, I tend to find myself more reserved in some of those things mm. of not wanting to. Be, I've shared this with you of not wanting to be uh, labeled as trying to like 
turn a ship or something. Oh, and yeah. absolutely, I'm not doing that because right. I don't have any control. I, it was real funny. Like I was thinking, how ironic that I'm up here introducing the Nicene Creed, and yeah, I have no control over what happens in worship. Right, you know, like that's <laughs> not my lane. You know, right. but but I love it, mm-hmm. and it has formed me, mm-hmm. and it has helped shape my family and saying this is a very easy thing to apprehend. It's the same thing we're doing in Kids Point with Jessica leading these kids, the Hicks and Mm -hmm. the Boggs, you know, leading our children through the New City Catechism. Yep. I mean, it's just ingraining it early on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's it's like the hymn that we sing that says, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fact that we know. Yeah. These are the words of God. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what God says to us. I mean, we would be we would be lying if we weren't telling our children in the church, you are more blessed than children of unbelievers. Mm. Now let me let me tease this out. Yeah. Our children are more blessed than children who are in unbelieving families because we are constantly calling our children to trust in Christ. Mm-hmm. We are constantly every day tr- striving to raise them under the sphere and influence of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We're constantly telling our kids, this is what Jesus wants you to do. Mm-hmm. We're constantly, not not perfectly, but trying to be obedient to, to raise them in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord and to be wives who submit and husbands who lead well. Uh-huh. Th- that is a, the fact that we know thus saith the Lord, mm-hmm. this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That is a big deal. And, and you know, shaping you're shaping priorities, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't know. I mean, kids don't know what they don't know. No. Right. No. And it's like, you've got to help them decide what's important. Yeah. One of the things with the parents that I want to tell them constantly is this, is that you are still the number one influence mm-hmm. influencer in your child's life. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody tells you. That's right. You know, we're Greg and I, you know, I always like to give insights into like what we're watching. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're on. Maybe it's like Peacock or something like that. I don't know what it is, but it's something about boonies or something. It's about these guys what? who are like off the grid. Oh, geez. I love those shows. Oh, geez. There's one guy that lives like underground. Uh, oh. They're calling it below the grid, like in caves. And to hear his story unfold, oh, my word. It, he's so hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so much hurt and loss in his life. And mm-hmm. to hear like, but to watch how he survives. Yeah. And then there's this other family that they've raised their children and they are living above the grid in this tree house that they've built. Oh, wow. And it shows how they do everything and how they barter. But there's one man who has chosen to live off the land like he's in the, you know, 1800s. Oh, wow. And yeah, he goes by the name Bear Claw. Okay. Not like the donut, but you know, like bear claw, baby. I love a bear claw. I love a good bear claw too. But he, so one of the things that was interesting is he would joke around and talk about how he was kind of like the outcast of his family. Uh In one episode, in the very first episode, he made reference to his dad and things that his dad said Mm. three times along Mm. the way. The next episode, within the first five minutes, he talks about something his dad said. Really? And you know, um, there, there's a book called uh, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Hmm. And one of the things that Greg was telling me about in this book is that this this lady, is she's a female counselor, and she's talking about how um, she has never, never had a daughter 
who has sat on her couch and wept because she had a father that was over involved in her life. Mm. But she has women who are in their sixties that will come in and will still be weeping mm -hmm. and broken because of the lack of involvement that their father had in their life. Oh my gosh. And I so that. parents have to realize that even though, even if their kid's strategy is wrong mm. and their kid's trying to grow up and they're putting up boundaries and they're trying to do these things to say, I've got it. They still have to take this open stance toward their kids and show up for them and be there for mm -hmm. them and point them in the right direction. Yeah. Your view about the church will translate to your kid. Mm -hmm. You know, if, oh, yeah. if, if my kid comes home and says, hey, this feels strange or, you know, I didn't like that we did this or whatever, engage them in a conversation about that and yeah. help help guide that ship a little bit. Yeah. Even if you don't know, be like, I don't know, but I can ask someone who does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Help them formulate, you know what's important and priorities in their life and in yours. Yes. I mean, it's not like you and I have stopped learning. Yep. For you sure. Know? For sure. Sheesh. I listened to a podcast the other day where it's like, I got to the end of it and I thought I'm going to have to listen to that again. Yeah. Because it was just so much. He was talking about reformed theology and covenant theology Yeah, and how those are not exactly the same thing, but how they like are interlocked. Yes. Yeah. Like they have a lot of overlap and can essentially be put in the same category. But I was like, I feel like I just sat through a seminary class and I've never even been in a seminary class, but I yeah. assume that's what it's like. Yeah. So I'm going to have to re-listen. No, I get it. But I it's, it. you know, but it's like, man, I want to be open to learning. Yeah. You know, I was listening even to one on the five solas, which yeah. we have five minutes left, so I'm not going into that. Right. But it was really really educational yeah. of like inside. Yes. Okay. And it wasn't really changing my belief system, but it was helping me formulate a way to talk about it. Yeah. It, sh it shouldn't be something that should scare us. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're scared to enter into a discussion about God and Christ and how he works, mm -hmm. I mean, probably the better question would be if, if I begin to study the Bible more and it changes my view Mm -hmm. of who God is, mm -hmm. will I still follow him? Mm. Because I, I've asked someone that question before. I'll, I'll never forget it. I asked someone, so if your view of God after studying this, and you, if you think this is biblical mm -hmm. and, you know, and your view of God has changed, will you still follow him from, yeah. from who he is now? And, and I will never forget it. I know exactly who it was. I know what time of day it was. Mm. And she, she looked at me and she said, no, mm. you know, I can't believe this about God. And so, wow. Now I know as an adult, hmm. that's rooted in, in fear. I yeah, know that. Sure. And so there was no, like, obviously I'm not going to have a harsh response, but it does make me stop and think, well, all of us have, have this picture of God that is some seemingly made in our image in some way, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so we all have to say, you know, Lord, continue to conform me and transform me mm -hmm. into the image of who you are the yeah. real picture of your son so yeah. that, so that we're closer and closer to that and not yeah. serving this God that's made in the image of us. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, speaking of fear, since yeah. you said that word, this is coming out on Wednesday, April 20th. And if you're a young adult, Lauren Payne is teaching tonight on fear. Can't wait. Isn't that right? Did you hear me? Lauren yeah, Payne. there she is in the office working. I, hard. I can't wait to hear about this afterwards. I want to talk um, about it. Next you could week. come. You yeah, want. I could. You know, I'm having tonight <laughs> on April 20th the State of the Union address. I can't wait to hear all of that goes for youth and parents yes. uh, to be there. And we're going to go over some things as well about 
our youth ministry and and kind of how we're viewing their students in this ministry Good. and what we want to see happen in the next what year time is so that? it's at six o'clock it takes okay. a place of midweek okay. uh, tonight and so we will next week uh we can talk about you know uh, what Lauren spoke on mm -hmm. and we can talk about what happened. Maybe she'll want to come on the pod. Lauren may want to come on and actually, you know, I can she's, hear her laughing, she's but it's, laughing in the you background. know, this is what happens when we're in a common area <laughs> of the, of the church. That's right. That's right. We so, should come into the common area and record just like during the day to see just who pops by and just have them talk. Just interview them. Yes. That'd be good. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, maybe. <laughs> if, if you come now, you're going to feel really good because yeah. all the doors are open because we're having some bookshelves painted. Yeah. We have an exciting event happening May 1st. We have our new pastor and his family coming yes. uh, to Cross Point. Um, Kyle Carlson, uh, a great guy, his wife, Lindsay, yeah. a fa fabulous couple. And so I'm excited to get to know them, to see what the Lord's going to do. Mm -hmm. um, really excited about that. Yeah, for so. real. Exciting times. Yep. Okay, well, if you, of course, have anything to say, add, question, concern. If you'd like to donate to our Coffee Carafe Fund. If you, if you would like us. to donate. If you would like to volunteer to be Tracy's coffee partner, yeah. your role would be to make turn sure, off the coffee Make sure makers. the church doesn't burn that down. That is it. Yeah, that's all. Uh, let us know. Find us on Instagram at the underscore UCAST, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Thank you.